Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. If mama ain't happy, ain't nobody happy line. Yeah, that's the happy wife, happy life thing. Yeah, and I think we should just really call a spade a spade here Mm -hmm. and acknowledge that that is a line to say that women are kind of nagging bitches, you know, and that they nag their husband to a point where they are no longer happy. It's basically, that's it. Like the beginning of what he said made sense. I'm like, hey, they want you to be happy. You know? Which is nice. In the sense of like when you love someone, when they hurt, you hurt. Right. Right? When you go mm-hmm. that route of like when someone's in pain, you're in pain. Mm-hmm. Okay? This is more, she's mad and now my life is miserable. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> yeah. like, What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Shooters Gotta Shoot. I am your co-host, Erica Spera. And I'm Molly Demilier. And we've got a great episode for you this week. We're don't talk- we always? Yeah, well, I mean, we always do. <laughs> I don't know. How else am I supposed to hype it out? <laughs> this one's okay. Yeah, <laughs> this is all right. If you're a bookworm, this isn't the week for you. <laughs> We're doing a YouTube video. Um, <laughs> but listen, this YouTube video has millions of views, okay? It's called, it is called Seven Things Men Want But Don't Ask For. Relationship Advice for Women by Matt Boggs. You know, ever since we read the game for Microscene, we did it just for Microscene. Yeah, just for Microscene. Um, I've just been so intrigued by the advice that is out there by men. Right. Because that book just blew my mind. Well, that's why like women love Hussy, Matthew yeah, Hussey. Yeah. Because it's a man, also with a sexy accent, giving you advice. I think a lot of it's the accent. Right. Like when I was watching yeah. this, no accent. That I was a little bit like, do I dislike this guy because of the no accent? I think it's also not even just the accent, but just his American perspective. True. Like, Very I, true. I think a British man is still going to be like, oh, love, it's going to be all right. Yeah. You, you just send that good text and then he'll get back to you. <laughs> <laughs> and then this one's like, your man wants you to be happy so that he can be happy. <laughs> it's like, what? Yeah, this one's like, you have a good ass. Yeah. And Matthew says, he's like, you got a nice bum. <laughs> like, you know, it's just like, you know, the page emoji. <laughs> some slang is just better. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, uh, before I guess we get into this video, uh, we did get a handful of new listeners. Hello, everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, so some of you have heard, I just did the UAP podcast, which was awesome. Yeah. Big thanks to Jared and Jordana uh, for having me on, talking all things herpes. And one thing from that episode that they kind of brought up that I realized we never directly talked about someone that does not have herpes being on the receiving end of someone else telling them that they have it. Yeah. That stuck out to me listening to. Right. Cause it's like true before I had it, I wouldn't know what questions to ask mm-hmm. if I should even ask questions. Like you're very, just kind of like, uh, thank you. Like you don't. Yeah. Well, what stuck out to me listening to that too, was Jared's point of what not to ask. Yes. Cause I think, 
that was what really hit me in listening to that of like, oh, if I got this information, actually, I might go into not necessarily panic mode, but like I would really try and think of like, okay, what would I say not to really upset this person right now? Exactly. And instead of be more positive, like, what do I do? Because I think yep. people just aren't really wired that way. Right. And I've had friends, male friends, female friends, now have like come across someone that had herpes. And they would message me just kind of being like, hey, what should I know? Yeah. And so I was like, I put this on the Instagram story very briefly, but I wanted to say it real quick of like, all right, you're a non-herpes person. Someone's like, discloses to you. First of all, just thank them. Mm-hmm. Right? Real quick, be like, oh, th- thanks. Like, I, that's really cool of you to tell me. I know it's not easy to tell people. Okay? Mm-hmm. Throw a little compliment that way because they could a thousand percent not tell you. I've done that before. All right? Mm-hmm. Not proud of it, but is what it is. Uh, and then the three things I think that you would want to know is just, do you take medication? When was your last outbreak? And have you ever given it to someone? Mm-hmm. And then maybe like, do you get outbreaks often? Because most people have some type of pattern that they've figured out. Mm-hmm. So some people are like, look, I haven't had it since the first one. Other people are like, yep, when I'm PMSing, I get like two bumps. Yeah. So there's something too, though, of just like, that's the info you got to know. That's yeah. all the precautions you basically can take and feel it out because most people just haven't given it to another person i think that's like the most reassuring thing yeah to hear and that's the part that's also hardest of if you're new to herpes you're sitting there being like well i don't have any experience sleeping with someone yet and that is very very hard but Mm -hmm. i think the other things i'm like that's kind of the info that's all the info you really need to know honestly yeah in order to decide if you want to sleep with that person absolutely right like i'm kind of like that's covering all your bases and being the safest way possible yeah you know nice well about the episode i just want to say how proud i am of you that was uh, so amazing i know i mean everybody here knows how much we just like also adore jared and jordana and what they've built up and that opportunity for you to tell your story there is so huge and I know you made a really big impact on a lot of people of, you know, just their listenership and then all over their Instagram. And it was just, it was really amazing to watch it all happen over oh, the weekend. I'm very proud yeah. of you. Thanks, man. <laughs> I like don't really know what to say either. Cause I was, I was nervous a little bit to go on that podcast, mm-hmm. um, but they were great. They definitely made great points and asked great questions. So, I mean, big thanks to them. And also side note if anyone's emailed me about group or like dm me i do answer every dm Mm -hmm. but i can only really like sit for an hour and go through them because i a lot of you send me long nice messages and i I love it but i'm like i want to actually read your message and answer like the Mm -hmm. questions you have and acknowledge it and not just like open it and like it And be like, send a heart emoji. Like, thanks. You know, Someone like pours their heart out. Yeah, people are pouring their hearts <laughs> yeah. out, and I'm all yeah. for like, you gotta talk to people and you gotta do something. You know, yeah. I know you got questions and stuff, so I'm like, I will answer you. And I even have there's literally a couple DMs from Hannah Burner's podcast that I still haven't had the time to answer, and I'm <laughs> so sorry. I will. Okay, I'm doing an hour a day, so I will get to you. All right. Uh, office hours. Yeah, office hours. <laughs> I have direct office hours. <laughs> Um, and whatnot but thank you yeah thank you everyone for the messages and stuff um and i'm gonna share some of the messages some people uh sent me which i will ask your permission first don't worry but basically just to show you guys like yeah there's a lot of people i know it feels like there's fucking nobody you know that has it trust me there are okay Mm -hmm. i've had a person from every walk of my life message me this is a new one ready yeah i worked a summer job for two months Someone that worked at that job DM me. Really? Yeah. Like shit like that. That's yeah. like, I knew you for like six weeks. Mm-hmm. Someone I met at a wedding one time. 
messaged me. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, that's how common it is. Yeah. <laughs> that it's just like, you know, like the U up especially brought those people kind of out of the woodwork a little. Absolutely. That I just was like, yeah, no idea that girlfriend of my friend had it too. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I, that girl I met one time and they don't even date anymore, but uh, I'll talk to you. I don't care. You know, I'm talking to strangers. Who cares? <laughs> but it's just like, dude, shit like that is very, I know how that feels to just sit there being like, no one fucking has this. Mm-hmm. Like the numbers say everyone has it, but no one has it. So right. anyway, appreciate all of y'all. And uh, I don't know if there's anything else we want to add just except for Patreon. Oh my god, so much fun this week on Patreon. Oh yeah, we got Taylor on this week. Yeah, Taylor Tomlinson. Um oh my god, we were on a Zoom call just chatting with her for like 2 hours. Almost, two, <laughs> we yeah. Had so much fun. Yeah, we kept being like, yeah. "You got to go." And she was like, "No, I love this." <laughs> and she's like, "My AirPods are dying." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's like, "They're dying." But, yeah. you know, thank you for having me. Yeah, Taylor's the best. A lot mm-hmm. of fun. Uh we basically talk um about breakups in general and we did some uh, manifestation lists mm-hmm. which it's funny they start very general and then they get very specific. Uh <laughs> but a very fun episode and uh, also if you join the Patreon you get to vote on who we bring back on the podcast. Mm-hmm. So uh next coming back actually is going to be Jared and Jordana probably yeah. next repeat. So thank you all for joining and if you guys want to join in uh it's patreon.com/shootersgotashoot. That's patreon p a t r e o n.com/shootersgotashoot. And uh, for five bucks a month, I don't know, right now, what do we got? Almost 40 extra episodes? Yeah. 40 extra episodes. We vote nicknames, episode ideas, all that jazz. You Spill get agency. the tea, man. Yeah. You get agency in the mm-hmm. pot. It's very, very fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, other than that, I guess we got to get to uh, our video for this week. Yeah, man. There's uh, seven things that men want, but just don't want to ask us for. Don't ask for. We got to figure it out. Do you truly think men hold back in asking? No. Do you actually think men know what they want? <laughs> That's also debatable. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Honestly, I think they know what they want. I think most men don't say shit ever. Yeah. And I would say there's probably more than seven things that they're like, this is what I really want from an ideal woman. Yeah. You know? Oh, God. So many things. Yeah. All right. Let's get into it. Hey, this is Matt Boggs. And occasionally, the man in your life will want something that he doesn't articulate. He doesn't share. And it's either because he doesn't know how to ask for the thing or he's too embarrassed to ask for that thing. Either way, when that goes unsaid, you have no idea what he may desire in the relationship. So today, I'm going to share with you seven things that men want but don't ask for in a relationship. Oh, hell yeah. (laughs) It's like a 90s sitcom. Number one is he wants you to be happy. Now, how does a guy ask for this? Be happy, please. Be happy, damn it. No, it's pretty awkward and very ineffective, (laughs) right? But the problem is your happiness, you see, is a reflection of his effectiveness as a man in the relationship. After interviewing hundreds of couples who've been married over 40 years, often the men would say, hey, look, If mama ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. Your happiness is tied to our sense of worth as a man. So we want you to be happy. So if you're not happy, don't be surprised if your man starts to get restless. And he's either going to try to fix the thing that you're unhappy about, or he's going to avoid until you become happy. But your happiness is key to his happiness. (laughs) Okay. Hot take. All right. Go for it. Um, I think that's a lot of bullshit. (laughs) <laughs> um especially the uh 
if mama ain't happy, ain't nobody happy line. Yeah, that's the happy wife, happy life thing. Yeah, and yeah. I think we should just really call a spade a spade here mm-hmm. and acknowledge that that is a line to say that women are kind of nagging bitches, you yep. know, and that they nag their husband to a point where they are no longer happy. It's that's basically, what that means. That's it. Like, the beginning of what he said made sense. Yeah. Like, hey, they want you to be happy. You know? Which is nice. In the sense of like when you love someone, when they hurt, you hurt. Right. Right? When you go mm-hmm. that route of like when someone's in pain, you're in pain. Mm-hmm. Okay? This is more, she's mad. And now my life is miserable. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. Yeah. Like, like she's pissed. I fucked up. <laughs> and I better fix it and get her to stop yelling slash stop crying. Also, yeah, they're going to avoid i you hated know? that when he was yeah. like all right they're just gonna straight up avoid you <laughs> yeah it's like they probably will they're gonna go grocery shopping they're gonna go to the bar grab some beer yeah, with their friends right you know they're not i mean i think that's a good point right like that i don't disagree with yeah but this thing this is always i, I hate this this is like a man code yeah i hate when men say that and in front of other men they all just kind of were like <laughs> yeah yeah like they're all like yep don't want to be in trouble yeah or in the doghouse right like yeah. i was like damn i would hate if that's how my husband felt Oh or boyfriend God. just kind of like oh like don't get her mad. on eggshells yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh don't get her mad oh yeah that well that pissed me off <laughs> yeah that's i can also this is making me think of friends i have that i've seen like flip out on their guys yeah and i'm literally being there like my di- i can't believe this dude's still here <laughs> you yeah. know dude, like have I'm you like- seen a girl just lose her shit on a guy yeah. and you're like how yeah especially How if it's here? in public yeah like, oh oh we're yelling in the grocery store yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh well, there's there's no one here you know like holy shit like when it's a parent i'm like yeah that's gonna happen right but like when it's a significant other i'm like damn keep it at home right <laughs> you know yeah it's so uncomfortable but it's weird of like i almost feel like that saying or not the saying but i almost feel like the act of like doing that for some guys they like it. I've heard some guys be like, I kind of like when we fight because then there's like this makeup thing and they feel like they accomplished something. Yeah. I mean, also makeup sex is great. Some people are just super that, into but that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, let's I say mean, sex isn't even on the makeup part. I've had guys yeah. just be like, oh, there's kind of like, it's like this rush and then there's like this relief. Yeah. Of like, oh, we're good. We got through that. Yeah. It's kind of like a drug, like a good fight and then to get over it. I guess. Yeah. yeah. I just... Yeah, I like that out the gate. It was like, number one, we feel like we're in trouble all the time. <laughs> like, that's indirectly what that we want you to be happy. Yeah. They're like, I want to be allowed to go out with my friends, mom. Like, that's how it felt. That whole thing fucking felt. <laughs> all right, let's see the next one. Number two is he wants you to take interest in his interests. Men love it when you become passionate about what he's passionate about. So whether that's his favorite sports team or whether that's a hobby that he loves like RC planes or racing or whether that's a job that he's passionate about. When you start to show interest in those things, it builds a bond and a connection between the two of you. But men rarely ask for this. A buddy of mine was telling me a story about how he's an avid football fan and he loves the Steelers. And he called his long distance girlfriend one Sunday and just to kind of check in with her and he's like, hey, what are you doing? And she goes, what do you mean, what am, what am I doing? I'm getting ready for the Steeler game. Then she started talking about the game and what was coming up. And he's telling me, he's like, I couldn't believe she was actually getting re- ready for the game. I felt my heart connect to her. It totally melted because she's passionate about something that I'm passionate about. 
Because here's the deal. When you connect to something that he loves, the love that he has for that thing now connects to you. Okay. Keyword in that example, long distance girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. Long distance girlfriend. Mm -hmm. Okay. She's not really sitting there watching it with that dude. Right. That is such bullshit. She definitely didn't watch the game. That is such bullshit. No. Even if she did, even if she's an avid fan, I don't, I don't, I do not buy this. That men want you to have the same interests. I mean, I think on some level we all want this to connect on something. But this is such a bad example. Yeah. Like, How pissed would a dude be if all of a sudden you're just at every like game <laughs> yeah. watching with him? You get a jersey. Yeah, you get too into it. You're like, yeah. honey, I got us matching Steelers shirts. Paint your face every yeah. Sunday for the no, game. There Fuck is that. no way. No, absolutely not. Uh, like, okay, example, right? Mm -hmm. I talked about this on the Patreon a little bit. Basically, I was at Mr. Clean's okay. and he had a PS i don't know which one honestly i don't play video one of the ps's much. one of the ps's okay one of those playstation things okay um he picked it up to play and i could feel this like hesitation he like looked over at me and i was like well do you have another controller he's like like first he was like you don't mind if i play and i was like i don't mind if i get to play yeah like, i was like if you don't want to play with me then yeah i mind like mm -hmm. totally fine so we played it was fun right but let me tell you something he did not like when the score was close Oh, really? Yeah, which I would say is kind of a thing with guys, too, of like, okay, what, watching sports and playing video games? Like, in theory, it might be cool to, like, have a girl that can play, yeah. but, like, anytime I've ever competed against a man and won or was very close to winning... Doesn't go over well. That did not make him more attractive to yeah. me. I will flat out say that. I have learned uh, that I should never, ever compete against people I date. Right. Actually, as you are saying that, I was like, wait, isn't this our whole childhood, both of us, and, like, yes. why we started this podcast? Like, yes. this doesn't fucking work. No, it does not work. <laughs> I had all the same interests as the yeah. men, and none of them dated me. Football specifically, actually, I remember growing up, like, I knew the game and, like, all the players, because my brother was like, if you know about football, all the dudes will think you're so cool. And I was like, obviously, I will learn everything. Yes. <laughs> I will know all there is to know. Thank you for the secret <laughs> to life. They didn't like me more at no. all. No. No. No, I never had a boyfriend. No, they will invite <laughs> you to play when yeah. they're short on numbers. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this, it's, I just, that's just a bad example. I think there are plenty of things that you should have this similar interest to your partner. Yeah. On some stuff. Like there's, it's a difference to be like, oh, like you like hiking and they like hiking. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's nice to go on a hike with somebody. Or you like the same type of TV shows and that kind of stuff. Right. You know, like you're going to bond and connect over right. something, have a series to watch together. Exactly. And I it's not going to be the NFL. Yeah, I would say this is more, I would change this to, do not shit on their interests. Yeah. Like, don't be like, ugh, you're watching football again. And like, yeah, like, let them enjoy it. And enjoy it in the way that, like, if they're going to go out to watch the game, let them do that. Let them have that thing. Right, exactly. And respect it. The same of, like, um, I think this actually might be an example later of something of, like, you are going to brunch with your friends. Mm -hmm. You wouldn't like it if someone's, like, Oh, you're going with your girlfriends again? Yeah. And kind of like, mm, okay. Right. Just, I'm just like alone. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's yeah. a balance to all of that. Of like, I can do stuff on my own. You can do stuff on your own. And like, no one wants to be made fun of for whatever their thing is. Right. And they also just don't want to tag along. Because can you imagine? So say the opposite for mm -hmm. women is brunch. If okay. all of a sudden the man is like, well, I really like brunch too. And then just <laughs> show, invites himself uh, to brunch. I could eat. Yeah. <laughs> Big avocado toast fan over here yeah so i will fucking i can i can talk with the girls yeah they Chat know the me fuck up i can yeah. listen to them 
What do you mean they'd mind if I was there? Why, how, why would they mind? I'm just there. They won't mind. Everyone <laughs> That's what I'm will saying. mind. The same yeah. way you're like, why would dudes care if I sat with them watching the game, even if I'm dead quiet? There's something to just like, it's dude time. Right. Or friend time, whatever, mm-hmm. you know. Um, okay, wait. Fun fun thing that was actually on Shark Tank. I'm very excited. Okay. This sparked an interest. Okay, okay, ready? Damon, shark, right? Fubu okay. guy. Love him. There, there was someone pitching a sporty thing. Okay. And he said, listen, he goes, I met the hottest woman in the world. She lived in New York, right? He goes, she told oh, me I when met I him. met her. What? I met him. Who? It was me. Oh. <laughs> Damn it, <laughs> <That's my joke. laughs> Yo, I just got so excited that you met a shark from Shark Tank. God, Don't no. fuck with me like that, dude. I was so pumped. I was ready to pause the whole recording. I was going to be like, you didn't tell me? God. Like, I barely knew someone and I saw they got a selfie at Mark Cuban and I said, where is he? Like, I was going to be like, where is Mark? Is he on the move? I need to find him. <laughs> oh my god, I would. I just want to. I just want to be the friend. I'm just mad that I technically invented the intuition razor, and my mom told me it was a dumb idea, and I didn't submit it to invention convention. And now I hold on to that shark drink dream every time I watch that show. <laughs> I literally have visualized myself being 10 years old, pitching to the sharks, and they're Shut like, up. "God, this 10 year old's impressive." That's like fucking 20 years ago. I know <laughs> the show didn't exist. I'm like, come on. Anyway, sorry, that was a huge sidetrack. That was my fault. On that show, man. I haven't had a good idea like the intuition razor in a long time. We'll anyway. think of something. Anyway, you know, I gotta. I'll re. I'll re-enter the invention convention. I'll pretend to be a kid. Like, what are they gonna do? Anyway, okay. So he says he meets this woman, and right off the bat, she was like, "My." She's like, "I dated men before that were huge football fans," and she goes, "And I hated it because I wanted to spend my Sunday with my guy." And they would always be watching football all day, whether it was in the house ignoring me or somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And Damon was like, I will promise you right now, I will never watch another football game the rest of my life. And every Sunday, no matter where he was in the world, he would be in New York to hang out with her. Okay, now that's an extreme, right? Yeah. But it basically was like, you know what? If you are someone sitting there being like, fuck this, I hate this Sunday by myself all the time. If your man's like always doing football on Sunday or say golfing. That's one day of the weekend I don't want to spend with you. Yeah. Hey, if that bothers you, then that's not the dude for you. Exactly. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. That was a long way for me to get to that point, but you know. I thought you were going to say she invented something. I was like, where's the invention? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, did she invent the DVR? She invented <laughs> She invented the DVR. She was so annoyed at her boyfriend watching football. That actually... I listen honestly I would bet a lot of women invented stuff out of spite let's be real or people yeah. in general but mostly women oh yeah right it's women like women are better yeah women are yeah. better detectives when it's personal yeah, yeah you know. for sure yeah no she invented standards Molly <laughs> and saying them out front and being like this is what I want if you're not gonna give me it I'm not doing this anymore yeah I respect that anyway all right number three okay number three is he wants you to initiate the sex <laughs> Go ahead and be bold. Surprise him. Come out of the bathroom in that some sexy lingerie, maybe that outfit you haven't put on in a while. Right? He wants you to be the one initiating sex. Unless, however, you are the sex machine in the relationship and you're doing all the initiating, oh, in which case give the man a breather. Now I- That is so contradictory. Yeah. That is so contradictory. <laughs> Don't be a sex machine. Let him breathe. <laughs> but like initiate, throw on lingerie. What the fuck you doing? Yeah, it's like I don't I don't know. This one just feels so like kind of a dead fish to me. The advice. Yeah, or like I think this is more kind of being like don't always be the one saying no. 
Like, obviously, we all have times that yeah. we go, I'm not in the mood. Yeah. Fine. But it's basically kind of like, hey, now imagine your partner every time you initiated. Basically kind of was like, uh, or like acting like it's a chore. I'd be like, why are you in that relationship? R- well, right. You know? But I'm saying, like, I think I think that is a little bit better tweaked advice. But yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, it sounds like this dude was with people that never once initiated. <laughs> okay, that's... He's been burned before. Yeah, he's, he's a little butthurt <laughs> yeah. that he hasn't been with an initiated woman. Because I've, I've been in things where I was the one always initiating. Yeah, and it drove annoying. me crazy. Yeah. So I'm kind of like, yeah, there should be a balance. Right. You know? Exactly. You should want each other. Right. The one thing I will add to this is I did a little bit more research on Matt Boggs, the this guy himself. And I think this isn't well articulated in this tip of advice because he is actually into the masculine and feminine energies. Mm, okay, so I feel like okay. that's his point of if you're like the one who's always initiating, that means like you're the masculine energy. Right. So on like let the feminine energy initiate with you. I think that's what he was trying to say based on some of his other work. Right. Which, like, I get that. Mm -hmm. But I think for a woman, it just feels like, initiate, but not too much. Yeah, that, out the gate, I kind of was like, you just told me to initiate. And then you kind of were like, well, well, slow it down. Yeah. (laughs) Not too much. (laughs) Yeah, you horn dog. Yeah, it's (laughs) like, you just told me to put on, like, surprise him with just straight up sexy lingerie. Right. But it's like, yeah, what if you did that? And then your man kind of was like, whoa, this is much yeah you know what i mean well i think he's also saying like well if that's already your move and you do that all the time don't expect him to have a different reaction true that is true because it's like that's you already set the standard yeah you should have threw in like variety is key yeah bring out the ball gag right <laughs> just, yeah, kidding. just something <laughs> yeah. but it's almost like yeah what's men's version of variety i don't know know what i mean like that that's what we we're hoping to get from this man yeah come on uh, man i mean i guess you could ask about toys or I mean, we always always say just have a conversation with your partner of what they want to do to make things different. Um, I was going to say, now that you've been with someone for a while, Mm -hmm. what do you think the initiating ratio is? Do you even think about it? Um, Sometimes, because I would say that like lately he's actually been initiating more. Interesting. Okay. Um, Because I'm like, oh, like I like this. I like to be wanted. Yeah. It's nice. But then sometimes like, oh, like I feel bad because I don't want him to think that I don't want to. Um, So. I don't uh, feel like they think of it that way, though. Yeah. I don't. You know what I mean? Like, I think like I was in my head of like, I was always initiating. Yeah. And then it was so funny when I said that the other person was like, what are you talking about? No, you don't. And I was like, yes, I do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I was kind of like, oh, well, that's how I feel. I don't know. Like, and then he kind of was like, well, it's always mutual. And it's like consent is mutual initiating's not mutual. exactly you know like what i mean yeah it's like if i didn't do whatever it is to like turn you on we would just be laying here right you know it's like i made the first touch you gave a touch back that basically said yes right you know what i mean so it's yeah. like but i can see how like most people are sitting there being like no it's mutual and it's like well someone technically is always kind of making the first move exactly you know what i mean okay if you've never initiated with your partner yeah definitely you gotta throw one in there yeah well because i think like personally when i sit there and i feel like i've done it all the time i get annoyed because i'm like yes i don't want to just sit here and watch netflix so that's all we're gonna do if i don't do something about it and it's like it like being in that position does suck so yeah initiate with your partner for sure also it's so crazy to me if you are nervous to initiate when it is your partner and it's like 
do you think your partner's gonna turn you down yeah like that's you when you I mean? should be most confident yeah it's like one thing when it's like new and you haven't yeah. slept together yet and you're like kind of making the first move even right. to like make out yeah and that's kind of scary and intimidating but i'm right. kind of like yo who's yeah like turning you down you already locked it down get in there yeah like that's i had a friend that had a joke and i agreed with it of she was like She's like, I can't imagine, like, my husband turning me down for sex. Like, she's like, you made a vow, Larry. <laughs> like, you, you know, like, she's like, come on. That's till the day you die. Yeah. Like, she was like, that's why I signed up for this. Yeah. I get to have unprotected sex whenever I want. Right. Like, and I was like, good point. That is a good, good point. point, sister. Okay. All right. What's the next one? All right. Quattro. Number four is your man wants to be praised and acknowledged. And yet no man will ask for this or rarely ask for this. And yet it's what we crave the most is that praise and acknowledgement to know that we're doing a good job as your man. So it can be something as simple as just a, a favor that he does for you. And you say, hey, babe, thank you so much for bringing the food home today. I really appreciate that. Or you can praise him for an everyday common experience like him giving you a hug. So the next time he gives you a hug, whisper in his ear and say, babe, do you know that you get the best hugs in the world? And oh you will God, see him one. expand. You will see him literally like feel better about himself. Because remember this, a man's sense of self expands under the light of your praise. I mean, doesn't every man want praise? Here's what know? I have to say, Molly. Uh, I am a man. <laughs> All of these things I want to. <laughs> like, uh, it's like, yeah. you know, praise and appreciate your partner. I'm like, yeah, who doesn't want that? Exactly. Who, what? Well, I mean, men are also just, fucking children so it's like we want they to are. know that we did a good job Listen, tell me i are. did good they are <laughs> yeah. when i babysat a boy and a girl i remember saying to my mom i was like man i was like the boy just needs so much praise and mm -hmm. my mom laughed in my face and Shut was up. like really <laughs> the boy needs more praise and i was like yeah i should have saw that coming yeah <laughs> like she was like yeah that's how they are yeah. that's always how they are yeah it's just they need this like acknowledgement for everything and sometimes it, as the woman it's just so exhausting so it's like can we just do the thing and move on well this know? is the thing of also the acknowledgement depends on their love language yeah that's a good point got it whereas like my buddy paul schister his is words he's like and i told my wife that and was just like i like if you're just like hey i really appreciate you doing that like thank you mm. for doing that like he was like that makes me feel the most loved of course paul knows that right you know good, but yeah <laughs> he was my roommate i made him take a lot yeah. of tests yeah. <laughs> i was like you want to find a wife paul we got to take all the tests like i'm taking over here and it hasn't worked for me yet but good for paul you know very happy for him <laughs> you know but i'm like some dudes it's like they bring home the groceries or whatever say they help you in the car and yeah. if you go and you give them a kiss Mm -hmm. and say thank you they they like that they got the physical affection right but it's like everybody likes to be appreciated who doesn't like to be appreciated yeah and that's the thing like it really does need to be a two-way street because it's like i'm not gonna appreciate somebody if for everything that they do if i never get that in return you know if right because it's not like i'm just here getting handouts you know right. if no one ever says thank you to me i'm be like hey like go fuck yourself yeah there's this very weird line of like we say men are like children right mm -hmm. but then if you always are like super praising and like super crazy supportive or whatever almost like an elementary school teacher to a mm -hmm. class like yay get in line we're all in line like <laughs> clean up, yeah, clean up. yeah like oh we all get a five minute break like you know like <laughs> yeah. it's like okay if you're like rewarding everything like in that way mm -hmm. then guys are kind of like Yo, I'm not a kid. Like, right. You know what I mean? Like, I've had that where they kind of were like, yeah. Like, yeah. I'm just being a man. Like, yeah. You know? Exactly. Yeah. Because they don't, they don't want to be like belittled. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I totally agree with you. I think a good example is, um, so one day last week, a Space Jam texted me, do you want to come work from my apartment tomorrow? Like, you can have the whole living room area and, uh, you know, I'll leave you alone. So I was like, well, that's super cute. So like, yeah. Like, <laughs> want to come here and be by yourself? <laughs> yeah. I was like, sure. Uh, like, he's like, you can come here. I will leave you alone. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. Uh, so I went over and I worked from his place for the day and he was ordering lunch so he was like oh like do you want a salad or something and uh you know gave me the phone to order but then when it came i was on a call so he like slid in because it's all like video calls so he like slid in so it just like had it there so that he wasn't in the way and i was like i'm so sorry yeah and uh but then he like came back out a little bit later to like see if i was still on the call i was like oh my god thank you so much like yeah right. you know because it's like i couldn't acknowledge him right there and he, i could tell he was kind of sad but i was just <laughs> like yeah you got me lunch i know like my, my face is on camera oh, yeah <laughs> yeah uh-huh. so i was like i can't really acknowledge this yeah and i like felt so bad because it was a very kind thing but right to do it when you have the chance and then he was like oh you're welcome yeah <laughs> you're like okay we're back yeah <laughs> it's the little things you know right <laughs> all right let's see what number five is number five is he wants you to encourage him to adventure now men we are often conditioned to believe that women want way more time together than we want and you and i both know that that's not true you want your independence just as much as he does you want your your time or time with the girlfriends just as much as as he does but men we're often conditioned to believe that if we ask for time away then that you're going to get your feelings hurt or that's going to be seen as a bad thing so when you actually encourage him to go adventure in his life to go get some guy time or to go do something that he loves he is going to love that so you could simply say hey babe i've got a sunday brunch with my girlfriends this sunday why don't you go and create a boys day and he's going to love that. And that type of freedom actually creates a desire to invest more time with you. Uh, this is, again, uh, this is a halvesy. I don't fully disagree. I don't fully agree. Yeah. Mainly, that's like a belittling thing, I think, to go, why don't you go do a boy's day? Yeah, that's the one I was going to jump on to of like, why do they need the recommendation? Like, they can just do what they want to do. Yeah, or like, mm-hmm. right now, I've seen so many of my guy friends talk about like, Oh, she just went to like lunch with a friend and they just liked being alone. Oh, especially right now. You know what I, I mean? That's so nice. Like there's kind of something to like nagging someone to like have a productive day. Yeah. We're like, yeah, a lot of people, and I would feel this way if I mm-hmm. lived with someone all the time, mm-hmm. if they like, we're going to whatever, go somewhere, go golfing, whatever the hell, mm-hmm. I would be like, nice, I get to watch what show I want. <laughs> like poop in peace. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I'd be like, nice, I got some quiet. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, It'd be so nice. Yeah, especially in these times. Yeah. Because um, I've, I've even, I've actually seen this one with my parents and my mom will kind of be like, oh, why don't you call so-and-so to go to the game with you? And I could see my dad just getting annoyed of like, just leave me alone like yeah like i'll figure it out yeah like i'll invite people if i want yeah and so also i think where this can get a little dicey too is that women are planners if a woman is gonna go to a game or to something with and invite a girlfriend it needs to be on the calendar you know like Mm -hmm. they need to plan that at least a couple of days if not like a week in advance yeah you know and that's just how women operate they know if their friend is gonna say yes that's how it needs to be set up Mm -hmm. men it could be the day of you know like yeah, they're they, more or less minute exactly so it's like to set it up of like hey why don't you do this next sunday mm-hmm. they're gonna be like no like yeah. i don't know that that day's coming 
you know, yeah. <laughs> like that's just not how their brains work. And so it will, while the woman is trying to do something nice, I think that's where the man hears it as nagging. Right. Yeah. Like I can plan stuff every once in a while. Yeah. Especially when it's like their friends. Right. Like, uh, like that's a child thing of like, what are you setting me up on a play date? Yeah. And, um, the encourage to adventure the way he set it up and this just feels very odd to me because it's like like you said it's kind of that like belittling thing but mm-hmm. and like the pictures in this video are like some guys like fly fishing and that kind of stuff it's oh like oh my god are you just telling them to like get out of the house like telling a little kid to go play outside <laughs> you know like it just it felt very strange yeah i just it, it feels naggy to kind of be like don't you want to right because here's the truth too okay you leave men alone probably gonna jerk off yeah that's true so it's like let your man just jerk off and chill yeah let him hang (laughs) (laughs) just let him hang you know yeah shit i might someone left me (laughs) who knows let's see number six number six is he wants your confidence in him again this is very difficult to ask for but it's obvious when he doesn't get it but it's also very easy to show your confidence in him and here's how it works confidence in him is as simple as giving him a task and then letting him complete the task for you. But oftentimes what will happen is there will be the type of woman who says, hey, would you take me on a date? And would you drive me? Let's go to this restaurant. And then while they're driving there, she's telling him the best way to go and she's instructing him on where to park. Or she says, hey, honey, will you wash the dishes? And as he's washing the dishes and putting them in the dishwasher, she's correcting him and saying, no, the glass goes here and put the dish in that way. And she's micromanaging the situation. When that happens, he feels like you don't trust him to actually provide for you. But allowing him to accomplish the task, actually sitting back and letting him serve you, shows that you have faith in his abilities. And showing faith in his abilities is showing faith in the man himself. This feels very embellished of that if you don't trust him to do the dishes, that you don't trust him to provide for you. I think uh, it's, again, that naggy thing. Yeah. I was going to say, like, this is classic example of, like, oh, like, women, like, nagging while driving and yeah. the dishwasher. But I was going to say, here's the counterpoint. How many times do men do shit, specifically household shit, badly on purpose because they know you're going to be annoyed and then you're just going to do it? Or they'll never be asked to do it again. I used to do exactly. that as a little kid of, like, mess exactly. it up, break something. My father's never- been doing that since he was a child. <laughs> Like, would specifically screw stuff up. Look, a lot of men pull that card, especially with household shit. Mm -hmm. However, I very much agreed on the driving thing. Yeah, I do agree on that. Because men often do that, too. Yeah. Where they're like, oh, this... And you're just like, oh, you're making this worse. Everybody in the co-pilot seat does that, and it's so annoying. Oh, I do think that this is a great example of, like, household stuff. Of typical Mm -hmm. gender roles, the man doesn't do it often. So it's like, okay, if you do ask him to do something for you, and you want it done a specific way, just explain that. If it's something that could be done in any way, okay, fine. Yeah. Like, just let it happen. Mm-hmm. But if it's, say it's like gardening or something like that, that's a little bit, it gets this much water, whatever yeah. it is. I- explain that instead of telling them once they've done it wrong and like punishing true. them. That's also true. You know, because it's like, okay, if the man doesn't typically do these things, he's not going to know how to do it. Right. Correctly. And here's the other part, right? Say loading the dishwasher. Okay. Mm-hmm. There was a first time for you loading the dishwasher yourself. Right. And we've all been there where you're like, load it, run it, 
And you open it, you're like, hmm, these didn't really get cleaned well. Mm -hmm. Or like as you do it, you're like, oh, this is more efficient. So there's also something to that too of like, you got to also suck it up a little when you give them a task. And it's like, yeah, look, it's not going to be exactly how you do it because you wouldn't do something they wanted exactly the same. Right. Like no person will. Yeah. And it's also like that the counter is like the classic, uh, the screwdriver of like when a man says to bring a Phillips head and they bring the wrong one. It's like. Well, explain that the other option is flathead, yeah, which yeah, is say- clearly the flat one. So it's yeah. like, bring me the not flat one. But it's like, they just want you to mess up and laugh at you. I literally remember you know? my working with my dad on something. And he said, Phillips head. And I was like, which one's that? And I brought both. And he yeah. said, this one. And I said, so what's this one called? And he said, flathead. And I was like, <laughs> really? Like, Why it was like just the round one? Yeah. yeah like, I was head. like, we could have, you know, yeah. like, or same thing. You're just kind of like, yeah, say not the flat one. Right. I could look at it and know it's flat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's like, that's, that's the opposite. It's like, how do you feel when that happens to you? And what do you want them to say? Right. Yeah. And the thing of giving them some type of task is such a true trick. And I really yeah. co-sign that yeah or sometimes they'll like seek things out and let it happen because i noticed this with space Mm -hmm. jam too of like um i have this spot in my wall where sometimes cold air gets in and he was like it's way too cold in this room like he was like i'm just he's like i'm gonna fix that Mm -hmm. i'm gonna take care of it and every time he's like oh shoot i didn't fix your room yet (laughs) so cute and i'm like okay just whenever yeah this also reminds me of an incident in the apartment of a roommate clearly having a lot of confidence in her boyfriend oh god but she but it was the same thing of Mm -hmm. she's so feminine energy Mm -hmm. and it's like i don't know if she brought up the toilet or if he was kind of like oh i noticed this about your toilet i could fix it he could not fix it okay but this example is that of her being like yep oh yes you can right go for it honey yeah and then disaster happens and now other people are pissed. Yep. And it's like, so if we rehad that conversation, now it would be, listen, I understand you got to show confidence in your man, uh, but not with mutual household items. Right. <laughs> like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, right. hey, you want him to fix that thing on your closet? Sure. Because if he fucks up your closet, that's your closet. Yeah. When it's everyone's closet, everyone's mad <laughs> when it gets broken. And if they only have one closet for their shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's lesson to roommates out there don't don't let boyfriends touch uh things that are for the house nope nope don't do it not a good move all right number seven (laughs) and number seven your man has a deep desire for respect now when i traveled twelve thousand miles around the united states interviewing america's greatest marriages respect was the number one principle that all these couples talked about And yet respect can also be a little bit ambiguous of how do we know that we're respecting each other. But respect shows up in the little things. It shows up in the way we listen to one another. It shows up in the way we show up on time and keep an agreement for when we're going to meet one another. It shows up in the way we honor each other's differences and make it okay that we don't have to like the same things or have the same opinions all the time. And it shows up in how we are courteous to one another and saying, please and thank you for things. I remember I was blown away. One of the things that just absolutely blew my mind about my wife when we were dating was how respectful she was and how she never let the little things get by her without showing appreciation. And even after we got married, we would go out to dinner. Our bank accounts are combined. She's contributing to the money. I'm contributing to the money. We go out to dinner. I get the bill, I pull out, I pay for dinner, and 
at the end of dinner, she says, thank you for dinner, honey. She gives me a big kiss. And I'm thinking, well, hey, your money's in here just like my money is. But simply the fact of her appreciating those little things shows respect, it shows appreciation, and it makes a, it's a big deal and it goes a long way. So think about what are the ways that you can show respect to your man because it's a big thing that he wants that he will probably never ask for. That money example is very interesting. Yeah, I have a th- I have thoughts on it. Well, here's my thought. The woman was saying, thank you for having dinner with me and going out with me. Yeah, that's... Not the money part. Right. That's why I'm like, why isn't the thank you like, thank you for your time? Because I think yeah. that's a different thing instead of like, thank you for spending what I earned. Or it's like, thank you for date night. Right. Of like, oh, you took a, I don't know. You took that's, time out of your schedule. To it's a very nitpicky thing. That was, that was my only nitpick of that Yeah, that, section. Same. It's just like, it's just funny that it's like, you're focusing on the finance part. And it's like, she's just being like, thank you for taking me out. Yeah. It's just the classic, like, we're on a date and yeah. I'm going to thank you. Yeah. Or maybe she did say it. I'm just like, yeah, I know this makes him feel like a man, even though that's half of my money. Right. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? <laughs> well, because my first thought in listening to this was when I go out with my friends, I always say, hey, like, thanks for coming out. This is a great time. Let's do it again too. Yeah. You know? So right. it's like. Great to see you. Yeah. It's like. <laughs> yeah. It just feels similar. Yeah. It's very strange to me. Mm-hmm. Is that. But men are just like so dense sometimes. So it's like, oh, like I it was my credit card. Or maybe it's more this, right? Because. I, I when I first re- like listened to it, I kind of was like, okay, I guess that makes sense if like the man makes more money than you, maybe. Like, yeah, but it's if an- it's all the same account, it's like yeah, feel, like, it's supposed to feel equal, right? One thing that I did like that he got into though was he did touch on respect being a two way street. Yes, and I th- that's kind of like the first time that we got this from him. Um, <laughs> but I like that it was in the respect category but yeah but he also used the classic like women you're always kind of late though yeah kind of threw that in there when he was like you know like when we're going somewhere we both should be on time (laughs) i was like oh you indirectly are being a little bitch okay where you're basically being like women um that's also a sign of respect when you're actually ready when we want to (laughs) leave you know it's like have you ever tried to wing your eyeliner map Uh, yeah but also i've dated people that they took longer than me so yeah whatever anyway yeah um well, yeah, I do. I do just like that he acknowledged that if you're giving respect, you should be receiving it too, mm-hmm. um, because I think that's that's really important and is also just going to be really key into the way and the level to which you're able to give respect to somebody. Right. You know. Mm-hmm. Oh, the other thing with the money, right? Mm-hmm. So when your money is combined and it's our money, I think there's something to thanking them for dinner in the sense of like, yes, we're having time together, but even more so, it's also more being like indirectly like hey i'm glad that you were down to spend this money on eating out oh that's a good point because you could date someone Mm -hmm. that you could be like hey let's like go grab dinner and they might be more like frugal that's very true right or like the place you go to say it's nicer Mm -hmm. and you're like wow i like that my guy doesn't mind that we spend a little extra tonight Mm -hmm. make it a little special you know what i mean like it isn't like oh that place is pricey like stuff like that so i kind of was like and from that perspective yes almost kind of like hey i'm glad we did this thing and you were down to spend money on this. That's a good point. And it also is leaning a lot harder into the gender roles of usually the man is going to be the one to like balance the books of the household. Right. So if you're looking at it from that perspective, it's like, okay, like, you know, really well what's in the pot right now. And you chose to take this slice out of it. Right. You know? So, okay. I get that. Yeah. So from that angle, I see it even more actually of the, combined bank account and being like hey i'm glad we agreed or you were fine with 
us going out and spending this money. Yeah. Would be the same of like if they bought tickets to a concert yeah. and got really good seats. Mm-hmm. And after you were like, thanks, you know, thanks for the concert, honey. Like, yeah. I'm, you know what? I'm glad we, we splurged a little on those seats. Right. Or even just to go. Yeah. And like, so from that perspective, actually, then I, then I really understand this and I'm like, oh, okay, I see it. Yeah. But I still do think that's a very different sentence then thank you for buying me dinner thank you for buying me tickets that's what i'm like, saying yeah she didn't say buying me right <laughs> yeah, exactly I mean, that's what the man hears right but it's so. even yeah it's even just the same of like yeah we've been out with friends right classic friend birthday mm-hmm. there's kind of this indirect group thing of like are we doing everybody pays but birthday girl right are we doing everybody splits evenly are we doing one person's paying everybody's venmoing yeah right like there's like a little dynamic in that that you got to kind of navigate and see and that's also a compatibility thing it is there are some friends that i fucking hate going to dinner with yeah for reasons of i don't like how shit gets split or i feel like i'm always paying more or whatever yeah and then there's other people that i'm like yeah we're always very fair and i like how they do things yeah it's just easy know what i mean yep so it's that 40 bucks going back yeah. and forth. <laughs> 40 dollars baby getting passed along it's so true it's so true <laughs> yeah i've been four people um but yeah i don't know do you have anything else on this video in general it's i didn't like totally hate it i, I like it yeah I, d- I definitely didn't totally hate it i think there are some things that we could you know tweak and modernize a little bit or just feminize um but yeah i think it's it's pretty uh basic advice but I would say the biggest thing for me is that a lot of these things women want to. Yeah, that's what I was sitting here being like. Yeah. Who so, doesn't want these things? Yeah. And with the crux of it being like the things that he won't ask for, I think if you're sitting there being like, what does he want? Maybe it could be as simple as like, okay, what are the things that I really want? Yeah. And how can I give that to this person? Right. And really think about the way that they would actually receive those things that you would give to them. Right. Mm-hmm. Or it's like with the giving the kiss and saying the thank you it's often most appreciated when you do it at times that the dude's not expecting it at all. Yeah. Kind of like, yeah, I brought the groceries in. No big deal. And you're just right. like, thanks honey. Yeah. That's like true. They're kind of like, Oh, I didn't know. Like that would get me a kiss. It's like in uh, the classic sitcoms, like everybody loves Raymond. There was something of like, he vacuumed mm-hmm. and Deb came home, caught him vacuuming and was like, get upstairs, like get yeah. in the bedroom. <laughs> and he was literally standing there going, really? <laughs> like, he was like, this is doing it for you. And she's like, yeah he like just keeps <laughs> vacuuming like but it's just it's that classic example of like oh my gosh mm-hmm. you cleaned yeah but yeah literally that's so nice right yeah <laughs> i mean that'd be nice a woman's got to change the oil yeah <laughs> yeah wow honey um but yeah no i like this is interesting I'm, mm-hmm. I'm like i'm probably gonna binge some of his videos now and check it out he does have a lot um he puts a lot of stuff on instagram too but he has a really big uh youtube account so everyone definitely check him out nice and um as always guys if you have any suggestions of stuff uh we should talk about on the pod books youtube clips tag talks whatever we're open to everything articles uh just send us our way you can dm us at shooters gotta shoot pod or email us at shooters gotta shoot pod at gmail.com and you can follow me at sparica with two a's and i'm at the guaca underscore molly and we'll see you all next week Bye. bye